Coming to you from Annapolis, Maryland, home of the U.S. Naval Academy, the sailing capital of the world, home of the world's largest crab feast, and four signers of the Declaration of Independence. This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, a daily roundup of local news that you can use, including local sports, local events, local opinion, and local weather from DMV Weather. Now here's your host, publisher of Eye on Annapolis, John Frenet. Good morning. It is Wednesday, March 7th, 2018. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Hey, a real quick warning that the tides are going to be extremely high this morning. High tide is projected around 9 a.m. in the area, and tides are expected to be more than three feet above normal. So make sure you take precautions if you live near the water. If you have a boat, make sure your lines are loose enough to handle the additional tide. And if you have boats that are unsecured on lifts, you want to make sure that they are tied or you make other accommodations. And following up on a couple stories, well, the first one wasn't really a story. It was my rant from yesterday. And if you haven't heard that, go back and listen to it. It was about false alarms and schools. Yesterday, a lot of parents were upset about a phone threat that was called in regarding a possible shooting that was scheduled to take place yesterday morning at Broadneck High School. Police and school officials deemed that it was not really a credible threat. School went on as normal, and it was not a credible threat. Police did identify the person who made the call, and that person was a ninth grader at Broadneck High School who said that the call was made as a prank. Not a funny prank whatsoever. The ninth grader will have charges coming from the police department, and the school has taken appropriate disciplinary action as well. The other story I wanted to follow up on was the removal of the police officer's name in the Maryland's online court databases. These names disappeared last week and everybody was upset about it, rightfully so. An emergency hearing was called by the Maryland Court of Appeals, which was heard yesterday afternoon. And the seven judges on the Maryland Court of Appeals unanimously decided to restore the police officer's names to the public online court database, overturning a change that was made actually last year. Last week, Maryland court administrators defended the change, but they tended to back off a little bit on Monday. And Alan Wilner, a retired Court of Appeals judge who chairs the committee responsible for the changes, said that the change was a, quote, honest mistake, and that the group never intended to hide the full names of the officers in the database. I'm not sure I buy that. The Capitol is reporting that Annapolis Mayor Gavin Buckley has selected two people to nominate for the Housing Authority for the city of Annapolis. Philip Gibbs, who is the president and co-founder of Hamel Builders, and that's a general contracting firm that developed the Lighthouse Shelter and also redeveloped the Annapolis Gardens Public Housing as mixed-use townhomes. The other one is Michael Miller. Miller is the CEO of Ogos Energy, LLC. It's a renewable energy development company with a focus on solar power. Miller has worked in the public utility industry for 12 years, and he is been engaged in political advocacy locally and served on the board of the D30 Democratic Club. Big news yesterday out of Anne Arundel County Public Schools, Anne Arundel County Executive Steve Shue, Board of Ed President Julie Hummer, Superintendent George Arlotto, and Police Chief Tim Altamare announced that the county was going to put forth $15 million to protect our students. No student in Anne Arundel County should be afraid to go to school. And no parents should fear for their children while attending an Anne Arundel County public school. The tragic events of the last few weeks have made these concerns more real than ever. 
Parents want to know that their children are being educated in a safe, secure environment. And as public officials, we have a duty to protect every citizen of this county. Shortly after the unspeakable events in Florida, county and school officials met to discuss what steps could be taken to enhance the safety of our schools. We discussed how best to deploy security personnel and to strengthen security systems throughout our school buildings. We're here today to announce a plan that we believe will effectively protect our students. Our plan calls for a $14.8 million investment over two years in both physical school security systems and personnel, including a $3.1 million first-year investment in startup costs for 20 new school resource officers, or SROs, to protect schools and to stand vigilant in the case of any emergency. This uh, investment will effectively double the number of SROs in Anne County and will assure that every high school and every middle school has a school resource officer. $11.7 million in capital spending including double-door security systems at nine high schools. The others already have them. An additional 1,565 security cameras and servers at all county schools. Door lock upgrades on 4,000 classroom interior doors throughout the school system. And protective tactical equipment for every school. And finally, upgraded access control systems at 81 schools. These investments will be phased in over two years. And that was Anne Arundel County Executive Steve Shue. And if you remember, during the big windstorm, there were five paddleboarders who were rescued on the Severn River by the DNR. Well, our friends over at Capital SUP have a different side of the story. And on their website, they've got the narrative penned by one of the paddleboarders. He says that all of them were experienced, highly trained paddlers. They were all prepared. They were wearing dry suits or a wetsuit. They all had leashes, PFDs, thick booties, and warm headwear and were prepared to spend time in and on the water for a long duration. They said they launched into the Severn River. Conditions were awesome in every sense of the word. Waves were big, the wind was howling, and a ton of fun was had. And then the DNR pulled up. They detained the group, nearly causing injury to both the boards and the people trying to board them on their boat, and ultimately left them on land far away from their vehicle to even get back home while sighting them. It's quite a different narrative than you saw in the local news, and I do encourage you to go to capitalsup.com, and that's capital, C-A-P-I-T-A-L-S-U-P.com, and read their version of the incident. Hey, and also check out themarylandcrabs.com for my talk with Eric Christopher Myers, who is the director of Butterfly Kisses. Butterfly Kisses is a movie that will be premiering at the Annapolis Film Festival, which gets underway on March 22nd. And they have announced that the opening night film is Beirut, starring John Hamm. I'm looking very much forward to that. And I do recommend that you get passes instead of individual tickets. It's a lot easier, a little bit more expensive, but definitely a lot easier if you're planning to see a bunch of films. You can get all of the information at annapolisfilmfestival.com. With that said, stick around. I've got George Young on deck, and he's got our weather forecast for the middle of the week. 
I'm Sean O'Neill, your local RBC Wealth Management Advisor. When you choose to work with me, you'll have access to a worldwide network of financial products and services only available from a leading global institution. RBC's international reputation for physical strength and stability, world-class capabilities, and corporate values is unique in the financial services industry. I also recognize the importance of reinvesting in the communities in which we live and work, and I'm committed to serving my clients by building long-term relationships based on trust, integrity, and confidence. I look forward to helping you with your wealth management needs. Call me, Sean O'Neill, today at 410-573-6723 for a complimentary consultation. RBC Wealth Management, a division of RBC Capital Markets, LLC. Member NYSE, FINRA, and SIPC. This is Maryland. The weather can be nearly unpredictable. We've got George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis to sort it all out. Hey, everyone. This is George with DMV Weather, and here is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, March 7th. Wow, what a start to March. First, the windstorm on the 2nd and the 3rd, and now our first overperforming snowstorm of the entire winter season, plus some moderate coastal flooding today in downtown Annapolis. Okay, first the flooding. There is a coastal flood warning out for downtown Annapolis through this afternoon, but the biggest impact will be moderate flooding this morning around high tide, which is 9.21 a.m. for downtown. This includes areas such as City Dock, as well as Dock Street and Compromise Street. Levels are expected to be 2.5 to even 3 feet above normal, which will very likely cause some road closures and possibly some delays in and around downtown this morning. Next up, the snow. Annapolis and much of Anne Arundel County saw a solid and somewhat surprising good thump of snow on the front end of this whole storm system from about 9 p.m. last night to around 1 to 3 a.m. this morning, in which 1 to maybe even 3 inches of snow fell across the region, with at least 2.0 inches already being reported by a spotter for the National Weather Service in Annapolis and 1.6 inches reported at BWI Airport. And that was all extra snow that wasn't at all supposed to fall with such intensity ahead of the actual nor'easter of a storm center, which is just now getting organized down to our south-southeast near the coast of North Carolina and Virginia, where it will form and move north-northeast along the coast toward New England as a full-fledged nor'easter with high impact from Philadelphia all the way up into Maine. With that in mind, we expect more precip to fall today, but we very much expect it to be more along the lines of plain rain or a rain-snow mix for Annapolis and the surrounding area, and not a repeat of the already fallen moderate to heavy snow like we saw in the overnight hours. What impact will this have on roadways and schools today? We expect roadways to simply be wet throughout the day and not snow-covered like they were briefly late last night as the snow fell rapidly, and therefore we do not think there will be an impact to school schedules in the area, But they make their own decisions, so be sure to check with AACPS or other school systems for specific information. Okay, that's it for us today. Be sure to download our free weather app by searching for DCMDVA Weather in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. And also follow us at DMVWeather.com or on Twitter or Facebook so you can always stay weather informed. This is George Young of DMV Weather with your Eye on Annapolis forecast. Bundle up and stay dry out there today. But remember, whatever the weather outside, have fun and be safe. Mark your calendar. March 10th is the kickoff of Irish Week in Annapolis, and it all starts with the Eastport Democratic Club's annual green beer races. Keg tosses, best dressed contest for you and your pooch, the Irish Rock and Rollers of Dublin 5, plenty of food, and, well, because it's called the green beer races, there's green beer, 
and plenty of racing, both for the underage kids and the overage kids too. This is a fun time for the whole family, including your pets. So roll on out of bed sometime on Saturday morning, the 10th of March, and head on over to the EDC at State and Chester. It all gets underway at the usual East Puerto Rican time, the crack of noon. Thanks for listening to the Ion Annapolis Daily News Brief. If you like what you heard, make sure to tell your friends and colleagues about it. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find much more. Be sure to check out our other weekly podcast, The Maryland Crabs. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.